0: I see trees of green, red roses too. I see them blue for me and you. And I think to myself, what a wonderful. World.
1: Virgin Valley Artists Association welcomes you to The Art Box, recorded in beautiful Virgin Valley, Nevada, and sponsored by the Virgin Valley Artists Association our association has something for everyone come and get creative with us at 15 west mesquite boulevard mesquite nevada and find us online at mesquitefineartcenter.com hosting today's episode is rochelle knight and steve dudrow let's go have some fun
0: Welcome to our first episode of Ten Minutes With. Today it's going to be Ten Minutes with Tyler. You all know Tyler. Go back to the first episode, and, and what we're going to do here we are going to we're going to spend ten minutes and talk about silly things, important things, crazy things,
2: art things, everyone's oh, what art
0: <laughs> art things. Rochelle, Steve, and Tyler and Joaquin. Joaquin. Joaquin you want to say
2: hi? Hi. He's our special guest today.
1: Yep Joaquin is my eldest son.
2: And what grade are you in? Second grade. Awesome. So do you like art? I love all of them. Awesome. All the arts. That's (laughs) that's a perfect answer. I like that.
0: Does daddy teach you art?
1: See not enough dad. You're a slacker.
2: No he doesn't. (laughs) Well, we'll talk to
0: him about that. Ten minutes worth episode today. I think you guys are going to talk about reference versus
2: copy.
0: The New York Times is all on Twitter about this. Oh, are they really? No, I'm just kidding. Oh.
2: I haven't seen anything
0: lately. I I did not catch that. It's all all over CNN. (laughs) Reference versus copy. Have at it, you two.
2: I think this is a very timely subject I think Steve and I are on the board and it's a subject that's come up a couple times and we're in the process of making some some changes to policies procedures as far as reference versus copy and I I think there's a very fine line I think people struggle with this subject and there are laws but there's even some kind of fuzzy fluffy parts of those laws that are left to people's interpretations this is a subject that i have researched a lot about especially just lately i'm uh, attempting to do some full body figures in my painting and which are very tricky especially if you want to show movement or anything that's not just a full-on front view i've looked for reference photos i've looked in the public domain, which is a little tricky because there's so much, it's hard to find. I've done National Archives, there's amazing stuff on there. And and I assumed if it's on the National Archives or Library Congress or any of those sites that it would be in the public domain, but if you scroll down to the bottom, it will say what its copyright status is. And a lot of the ones that I looked at said that they researched it, but they were unable to come to a final conclusion. And so it was really use at your own risk, and you need to find out, you need to do further research or figure out if, basically, if you're going to get in trouble for using it. And so I think kind of where I've been coming from, and I did ask a stock one of the stock photo companies, it's called Dreamsline. They had quite a few reference photos that I was interested in, and I'm happy to buy them, of course. And I would if I, you know, if I did end up using them. But I did write into them, and and I asked as an artist, I'm not going to re- reproduce this. It's not going to the actual picture is not going to be on a website or a brochure or anything like that. I just wanted to look at the pose. How does that work with your licensing? And they did actually write back and say that no matter what, you would have to buy an extended license. First of all, you'd have to make sure that that photo was even offered with an extended license. And so it would it'd be a little more expensive. And then you could, in fact, use it for different art purposes. That's kind of my intro. Tyler, go.
1: Excellent. So uh, getting to teach kids at school about copyright laws and uh, talking to them about what they're doing that's actually copying and not copying, it's, it's very interesting doing that and being able to work with them that way. And so, ultimately, when I'm working with kids at school, you know, we talk about what copyright laws are, and then we talk about the Creative Commons, and say, okay, so when you're looking at a copyright, you want to look at the Creative Commons and find out, okay, is this something that's that's uh, copyrighted, but allows for me to use it? For example, if it's just an attribution only, right? And so, okay, I can copy this person's work and then just give them credit for taking the picture and I'm good to use this as a, a reference photo, right? There's that, there's also a few other things where we'll, we'll sit down and we'll say, okay, right now, we're gonna do a master study where we're gonna practice a certain skill. And for this, this is not a work that you're going to go out and sell or share. This is just you copying to get the experience of doing it. And as this is a process of education, this falls into fair use as a, as a process of education, learning to use that as a skill. And then we make it very clear to the students talking to them about hey you can't go turn around and sell this because if you do it turns around against you as copyright you've copied someone else's work and we are just literally just copying because that's what we're trying to learn is how do they do this so we're trying to make the exact replication of it talking to kids about what they're doing as a copyright and what is just a reference is something as well where we talk about hey sometimes you have an idea and you say oh i want to do this thing How much of someone's work can you use and it not be considered their work and it be considered yours, where it's only as a reference for a part of the image? And so then we talk about what percentage that they're going to not use of the image so that it is their work and it's just a reference. There's a few thoughts.
2: So what percentage do you tell them? I usually
1: say 70%.
2: 70% needs to be theirs? Uh, is that right okay yeah Mm -hmm. and I did read I was trying to read uh there's so much out there to read and understand copyright I mean there's actually you know you can be a copyright lawyer and so you know all of that stuff and so I think just for one individual person just an artist querying all this it's it's pretty complicated I did see one and and I've actually heard members of the gallery say this that if if you change 10 percent of it then that Kind of get you out of that copyright, so I was reading up that, and that's not the case. I think it's an assumption. I think ten percent is probably really subjective too, because okay, well, what if I change a color of a dress? Is that ten yeah. percent? Or you know, what I mean, I think that's a hard uh, line to draw, and yeah. it's also it's also uh, incorrect as far as I was reading. Mm-hmm. So.
1: And when we're talking about the, the percent that they're changing, they could say, I'm only going to change 10% and they might be able to get away with it while someone else says, oh, I'm changing 30% and they don't get away with it. And the reason is because what did they change? Are you changing the background? Suddenly this is an entirely new background. You just kept the same character. Did you just change the color? You just changed the color. You've got all the same structures. It's the same photo. It just looks like you just recolored it.
2: So, okay, so that's an, an important uh, way to distinguish, because I wonder that, too. Where you does
1: know, that 10% come from? Right.
2: Is it, is it just the figure or, you know, the central subject? Is that what counts as... Well, and what is changing? Is it if to mm-hmm. color? Is that even a really a change? Or if you change a pose a little bit, move an arm, is that considered you know a change I don't know it's a very hard object and I I think I like talking about it right now because it seems very timely again with the gallery trying to decide where they fall on it I've heard a few people say that they want to say no reference that every 100% of the work that's turned into the gallery for competitions it has to be unique and original and which I don't know I mean all of it is so fuzzy to me I I like having references again for harder subjects as far as showing movement in a human body. I don't know if I could just come out right out of my head without at least studying one but then I start feeling guilty of like oh gosh oh my gosh what if someone saw this and they thought I had used I don't know and yeah. maybe that's my only guilt thing but I do use a lot of reference mostly just for the outlines or shapes I I actually though when I was first learning to paint and I think this is a great exercise and Tyler referenced this as far as if you do make a direct copy you can keep that for your use only and Absolutely. I, I have a couple that I did actually quite a few when I was first teaching myself to paint is i took took artists that I absolutely loved and I studied and I studied and I reproduced one specific actually I have a couple and at the end I think I got them pretty good but I could never do anything with those and
1: historically that's how people learned master copies you take a master you copy their work until you get it looking like theirs right right? but a good instruction yep That's how you learn, is by copying. Right. At some point, you have to learn to do it yourself. Right. You know, And using a reference, using someone's arm to help reference, great, use it. I often actually will go with uh, three to four references for a single uh, person. So for example, I'm, I'm doing, I just did one uh, last year where I used several References for one, which I did Adam and Eve. And Adam came from five different people. Right. And so I took five different reference photos to create him. One was for a different part of him. Right. And so one for the face, one for just the back, one for the way his arms were positioned, you know. And right. using several different images to create that, it's no longer a copy. It's just a bunch of references to create one single thing. And that was just one part of it. It was just the character. You right. know, And then you had to take consideration of the background, the other characters in this image. And each of them came from their own references. and So
2: So let me ask you this. If you had found one reference that was exactly what you had envisioned for your Adam, what would you have mm-hmm. done?
1: Um, I would have purposely made changes. Okay. Um, usually I make those changes on the face because sometimes I'll find one that I'm like, oh, this is perfect. This is exactly what I want, which is rare.
2: <laughs> right. No, I have a vision can, in my I've head, never, head and I
1: can never find it. But I'll say, oh, this is exactly what I want. And then I'll do the the body, pretty much the same position. And I'm going to change the face. And I'm going to pick a new face. I'll either make up the face or I'll find a new reference for it. And so,
2: yeah, that's what I do. I have to just with what you said that you have a a vision and then you can never find. I can't tell you how many hours I will have a vision in my head and I will spend hours and hours and hours looking for the perfect. Reference, And then I just think, oh, my gosh, me, just go learn how to, to draw a, a, a human figure that's, that's, you know, maybe moving their arms above their head or something yeah. like that. Just figure out go how to grab do it. Go friend or yes. grab someone like, here, right. take a
1: picture of me real right. quick.
2: I could have yeah. painted 10 paintings by the time I truly figure out the, the yeah. references. Absolutely. Hey, well, thank you. That was great. Yeah. And then it'll be interesting to see, uh, as far as the gallery goes, what how things end up. We'll let people know. It probably won't be until next year, I think, when we really publish the um, the policies and procedure changes with it. Yeah. But I think this is a very timely topic.
1: I think it's so. perfect for uh, the fact that we're making those changes right now. So yes, I'm excited too. that we can talk about this right now. Me too. Could it's a good feed, thing. Feed the mill so yes. people can start talking about it.
2: Yep. And be aware. I yeah. think so many of us, Absolutely. again, it's so confusing. And so it is. it's a good thing to be aware of.
0: And that's it for our first 10 minutes with
1: Tyler. Tyler, Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome.
2: Good job. Good job, right? That was awesome.
1: Broadcasting from Mesquite, Nevada, in the scenic Mojave Desert, the Art Box sponsors thank you for listening. To find our next and past podcasts, visit us online at mesquitefineartcenter.com.